This panel will discuss the opportunities for telcos to provide new services that provide enterprises with greater security and control over their data and collaborative approach that to establishing blockchain architectures to meet enterprises. Digital transformation is what this executive panel will discuss. We're joined by James Kerrigan. He's cybersecurity vice president and global managing director at Verizon Enterprise Solutions. And next to him is Matt Johnson. He's chief technology officer at Guard Time. And Jim and Matt, welcome. Thank you, well, thanks for being here. Uh, we got we had a little bit of a time before this uh, this discussion to go over some uh, some points about uh, blockchain and sort of where we are in the state of blockchain. I just kind of wanted to start with that, Matt. If you don't mind, I'll start with you. Um, is there a hype cycle for blockchain, and where are we on that hype cycle? Yeah, so I, I would say there's definitely a hype cycle for blockchain, just given the myriad of companies that have kind of entered the space over the last uh, really five years. Uh, Guard Time really stands apart in that our first customers were really governments. And we're focused in a domain area that other companies really are not, and that is in data management, in cybersecurity, and in supply chain. And uh, what sets us apart is that our technology has really been uh, battle-tested through the deployment for e-government services in Estonia, in the U.S., with the U.S. military, and within the telco carrier space. Um, I came into the company primarily with a cybersecurity background, and we've adapted our technology stack to Verizon's network, which is, gives us scale, it gives us uh, that point of presence to actually uh, deliver our services and products globally. So we're extremely excited about the partnership, uh, both as a customer and partner. That represents really a new channel for Guard Time to get our technology out to enterprise in a way that uh, uh, that really brings that value back to the enterprise. Jim, I wanted to ask you about the importance of scaling at carrier grade um, with companies like Verizon for these blockchain solutions. What's the importance of that? So it's really important to Verizon on a couple of fronts. Number one is being Verizon, the investments that we're making in our own network, uh, including 5G, of course, which is our future of our company. It's going to be really important that we invest with a company like Guard Time that's gone through all the standards compliance um, that they have. That was a real important criteria. That was a real important criteria for us as we as we look through blockchain and how we were going to implement it. And the second thing that was really important for us was to have a when I say carrier grade, I mean to be able to handle the volume of transactions um, that needed to be handled uh, from a carrier perspective on blockchain. So think of a large, large network the millions and millions of transactions that we have, we need to be able to make sure we had a technology that could scale, and, and Guard Time did. So really those two, the, the standards bodies and scale in terms of large, uh, large volumes is really important. Matt, maybe you want to uh, take a yeah, few minutes. Just uh, because of our history, our primary customers early on were governments and, uh, and militaries. And to deploy on those production networks, you have to go through the heavy lift of accreditation as well as formal methods analysis on your software. And it's, a, uh, um, it's an activity that we've gone through over the last 10 years so that we have those evidence packages available to our production customers that can feel confident deploying on that network as well as uh, obedience to the European Union Common Criteria Standards and the U.S. National Information Assurance Program and the NIST. And so our production customers really have that confidence that one, the software does and the appliances do what they say they're doing, but also the, the security model 
is, uh, is to, those, uh, uh, to those direct standards that are required for production networks, especially in the telco carrier arena. Matt, tell me more about data management and maybe the solution or solutions you're bringing to market and why is that so important to enterprise and also to government? Yeah, what was really interesting, and this was uh, kind of core to how we got started, at least in the U.S., Verizon came to us about a year ago and said um, the, uh, the enterprise market is converging between hybrid, both cloud, on-prem, as well as you know, the mobile environment. And that convergence requires the ability to extend security evidence into traditional areas that enterprise cybersecurity tools just don't have capabilities to, uh, uh, to look into. And because of the prior work that we had done in cloud, uh, we are bringing uh, forward a portfolio of products through Verizon as a managed service, a machine state integrity service that actually unifies that evidence across a hybrid environment uh, really allowing an enterprise customer to answer the question, where is my data? What state is it in? Can my upstream business intelligence tools from the edge to the data center to the cloud actually trust that data? And do I have real-time detection knowledge and granular insight into the configuration, the credentialing, as well as the state of applications and those machines that are processing that important information. We can do that at scale in the cloud, and we can do that at scale in, in the traditional enterprise, as well as the mobile environment. So we are extremely excited about this service because it addresses a gap in industry that isn't being um, answered by any other product out there. Yeah, so we're also able to take um, match technology and bundle it with Verizon's network and so we built a Verizon Guard Time network that allows Guard Time to leverage the power of our network while we're leveraging their technology. And so think about large Verizon enterprise customers. You know, they have a, like Matt said, they have wireless uh, users, they have um, cloud-based applications, they have premise-based applications, and they really need that trust anchor. They really need that third-party uh, verification that that data that they have is secure or if, it, if it's not secure, that they have you know, near real-time alerting and notification. And so that, that offer for our customers is critical as they formulate their strategy to migrate to different uh, networking platforms. With, with kind of this, um, this heavy emphasis on white boxing as well as virtualizing, heavy virtualization of application services and moving those services to the cloud, uh, there has to be a paradigm shift where we, are, we, we need to adapt traditional security tools to actually address these environments that have to uh, communicate across multiple platforms and across multiple boundaries. And that's really that portability of evidence afforded by our blockchain, which is used as a trust anchor to witness the state of data at a particular time from a particular place. Your ability to actually tag, track, locate that information and understand its interaction uh, against a uh, policy is what sets us apart across those environments. Yeah, but that, yeah. cu that coupled with all, all Verizon's customers around the world, you know, they, that volume of transactions that we anticipate from this service, coupled with those standards bodies, coupled with Verizon's network, coupled with Guard Time's technology, makes us really, really powerful in the marketplace today. I want to get to uh, a use case or case study, uh, an example uh, based on your response just, just earlier. But before we do yeah. that, you talked about carrier grade uh, blockchain solutions. If, if we can give an example of maybe a more sticky uh, application, maybe autonomous vehicles. Can you give us an example of how that blockchain solution would apply? Yeah, sure. So, you know, you hear a lot about in the news about autonomous vehicles and um, 
you know, I'm from the New York area, so can you imagine driving on Route 1 and 9 North, uh, heading into the Lincoln Tunnel, and you're between, you know, two trucks, five cars, traffic's being diverted around, um, and I'm in an autonomous vehicle. And the amount of decision making that that vehicle needs to make in real time is an incredible amount of data that's coming through that car. Gee, do I need to put on my brakes? Do I need to go off to the right? What about the construction over on the left? You know, how does that all work? And so being able to have a blockchain solution in there to ensure that the data that's coming uh, to the car you know, is, in it, is in its right state and, and hasn't been tampered with or anything else is very, very critical. And that's just one, one simple example of where blockchain is headed um, on, on an autonomous vehicle, for example. And there's many, many others, but that's just one that I think everybody can relate to in terms of volume of data that's going to have to make a real-time decision there is no latency opportunity. And we're pressure tested in the real-time, hard-time domain. Uh, early on for the U.S. military, we built our Black Lantern appliance. It runs a real-time, hard-time operating system. And it's really there to ensure that we can make those decisions based on what we're seeing uh, from a particular data stream and react to that in real time. And so we've adapted a lot of those lessons and those deployment models uh, to providing those embedded systems like an autonomous vehicle, the same type of integrity to the runtime environment, the applications, the configuration, as well as to resiliency mechanisms uh, that are triggered in the event that something goes, goes wrong. Now, in case you haven't already mentioned this, uh, there are uh, uh, product products or solutions that you'll be launching or at least announcing over the next few weeks. Maybe not at this location here in Barcelona, yep. but at another another location. Uh, Jim, if you can start with that. Yeah, you know, I encourage you if you're if you're available in San Francisco to stop by the Verizon booth. Um, Matt and his team from Guard Time will be with us at the Verizon booth. You'll be able to see a demonstration on machine state integrity, see how it works, see what the service looks like, and uh, you know, get further details on the service. Um, that's one particular one, and we're working on some other uh, services with um, Guard Time right now. One's called Assured Transport. It's designed to help uh, large equipment manufacturers who um, who support large networks um, really ensure that their um, uh, that their software, their hardware, um, that that uh, network traffic north to south has providence. That it's all. Um, it's all okay. Matt, maybe you want to take a few minutes and kind of talk yeah, about a short you know, transport. One of, the, uh, uh, one of the biggest lessons that we've learned is that you can't just protect data at the endpoint, right? Whether or not it, uh, it's ingested at the edge or it ends up in a data center, you also care about the way in which that data is being managed, and that's through traditional route and switch infrastructure. And traditionally, uh, route and switch infrastructure has been uh, particularly vulnerable to a wide class of attacks that affect core network operations for telco carriers. Uh, Assured Transport really addresses uh, real-time integrity insight into the deployed configuration on a router or a switch, as well as its credentialing, as well as the traffic that's flowing through it, so you can have confidence that that asset is managing your most critical asset, your data, uh, in, a, uh, in a secure manner. Before we wrap, uh, Matt, and I'll go to you first, if we can just go down the line to Jim and we'll wrap up. Yep. But uh, tell me really quickly, how has the discussion around blockchain changed even from a year ago? And how do you expect it to change over the next couple of years? You know, I, uh, without um, taking too much pride in, in what we've built and what we are building, we've seen all of the, uh, the use cases that we imagined and began building products around 
uh, really being focused on by uh, kind of the global blockchain community, regardless of the protocol, regardless of the technology stack. And they're all going through those very expensive lessons of how do you actually apply blockchain technology in the domains of cybersecurity and IoT and identity and supply chain. Uh, one of the biggest uh, benefits you get with what we're doing with Verizon is that we're not asking customers to wholesale migrate their data to our blockchain. The blockchain simply serves as a witness, a trust anchor for that data, and they get to use the existing systems investments and back-end environments that they've already heavily invested in. And so we build platform services around the evidence that we extend to the enterprise or to, uh, to the customer, and it's portable in that it can move across boundaries or platforms in a way uh, with that tagging technology that we described that other blockchains simply haven't invented. That's core to our differentiation. It's core to, uh, uh, to the product uh, platform that we've brought forward with, with Verizon. Yeah, what I see is a, is a move where blockchain was an academic project. Um, it was something that we want to look into, we're going to study, um, we're going to do a proof of concept to now where I see our customers, our Verizon customers saying, we want to deploy this. We want it as part of our um, monthly service that we have with Verizon because it's ready for production. It's ready for um, monthly services from Verizon versus an academic project that's nice to study that yeah. never really kind of gets off the ground. Yeah, that, that proof of value back to a customer, to an enterprise, like has to be delivered without even saying the words blockchain. If they need enhanced cybersecurity, you know, from edge to data center, if they need uh, stateful insight into their data before it's processed, if they need the ability to conduct transactions across multiple authoritative boundaries, we have those solutions in the stable today. And we have the ability to extend that at scale in a way that, that really hasn't ever been done before. Well, I think you've done uh, business, uh, you mentioned DARPA, by the way. Yeah. You've done business uh, in the blockchain sector and sort of have proof points there. And I think the relationship with Verizon is an affirmation of those proof points. So uh, we appreciate your time. Uh, certainly would love to be at RSA and take a look at those demos if we can make it out there. Uh, Jim, thanks for your time and being here. Well, thanks very much for having me. And Matt, it's been a few years, but thanks, uh, it was yeah, good seeing it's you. A pleasure. And thanks for giving us the opportunity, by the way, this wouldn't be possible without you, so. Absolutely. I appreciate it. And to all of our viewers out there, if you'd like to watch this on demand, uh, the executive panel called Blockchain for Enterprises, you can go to the networkmediagroup.com. So long. <laughs>